What's happening to my Jack family? Coach Scott here, jackedafter40.com and shreddedafter40.com. Welcome to another episode of the Jacked After 40 podcast. Today we're going to talk about how you can fine tune your diet to get lean and stay lean after 40. For myself personally, I am still continuing to fine tune my diet. This is after 20 plus years as a physique coach, 30 plus years of lifting, continuing to try to improve my physique, improve my health, improve my overall well-being, my zest for life, my vitality, living my life to the fullest while building my best body ever. So I believe this is a continuous journey that I will be on for the rest of my life. I think there is always ways that we can improve our nutrition to bring the best out of ourselves. So I I'm going to be sharing some guidelines with you so on, on how you can personally take your diet and fine tune it as well as some sharing some of my experiences from the past how I have continued to fine tune my diet and how I plan to continue fine tuning my diet in the years to come. Now this should be something that you want to do. It shouldn't be something that you feel you have to do. For myself personally this past year has been an incredible year of growth um, and learning and awareness when it comes to my nutrition. A year year ago, I got my blood work done, my prolactin levels were elevated, my testosterone level was okay, um, but there was room for improvement with my hormone health. So I made some changes to my diet. I fine-tuned my diet in a way that was going to optimize my hormones. One big change I made was increasing the amount of veggies in my diet. I made sure I was including veggies with every meal. I had that ass load of spinach in my breakfast shake. Second meal, I added veggies to the eggs and oats and berries that I was consuming on a daily basis. Uh, my third meal was Greek yogurt and I added uh, like sliced peppers on the side, a little snack of, of veggies there. And then with my dinner, I typically had veggies with my dinner. So it's typically in the past, it was just breakfast and dinner that I had my veggies. Now I was including veggies with just about every single meal that I consumed. And that made a very positive different impact on not only my hormone health, but my energy, my overall well-being. I was, I was getting a lot more micronutrients in my diet. I was feeling more satisfied with my meals as well. There's a lot more volume to it when you're adding more veggies in there, but it just made me feel really, really good to up that veggie intake. Veggies is not something that I would crave. I mean, I never was a, a fan of veggies in the past, but there's different ways you can prepare them. I mean, putting it in my shake, all that spinach in my shake, it adds some flavor to my shake, but it's a great way to kind of sneak in those veggies um, and get a large amount of micronutrients in that meal. Um, adding some different spices to the veggies. When I have mixed veggies with my eggs, I'll add some ground black pepper, some pink Himalayan salt, um, and sometimes either different little spices in there just to add some flavor. Sometimes I'll put some spiced mustard on my veggies if I want. Um, just finding the right veggies that you enjoy. I really do enjoy asparagus. I enjoy Brussels sprouts, especially when I, again, sprinkle some good seasonings on there. I absolutely freaking love it. So working that in there has had a, a big impact on me as well as Supplementation, I have added maca powder to my diet this past year, and that has been an incredible addition to my nutrition that has really improved my libido in a big way, uh, has had a positive impact on my energy, my overall well-being. I like it, it's, it's basically a super food. It's just a natural food source. It's not what I consider like the typical supplements out there. It's a, it's a nice powder form. It's just dried maca root that's now in powder form. I'll put it in my shake, I'll add it to my oats. I'll add it to um, some cashew milk and just sip it during uh, during the day as a little boost of energy there. That has had a, a simple addition like that 
to my diet has had a very positive impact on my hormone health and my overall well-being. So maca root is great for, especially the black maca root for us men over 40 is fantastic for optimizing our hormone health. So that has been a fantastic, something subtle little change to my diet like that, fine tuning my diet in that way, just adding something simple like that has had a very positive impact on my overall well-being, my overall assessed for life. So that's some of my shared experience. I'm going to get a lot more in depth with some of my experiences that I've gone through during the past few years, subtle little changes that I've made. But the important part to, to begin with here is starting with your caloric target and working with your own natural eating tendencies. That's the baseline here. So um, I'm going to include a link down below to the calorie calculator that I have on my website. You're going to enter your age, your height, your weight, and your activity level, and that is going to give you your TDEE, your total daily energy expenditure. That's how many calories you would consume to maintain your body weight. So if you're trying to get lean, you would subtract about 500 calories from that if you want to drop about a pound per week. If you want to drop two pounds per week, you'd drop about a thousand calories from that TDEE, um, and in between, a pound and a half would be like 750. Again, this is a rough estimate. It's a starting point, you begin there, you have a heightened sense of awareness and you make changes based on your body's feedback. So having a caloric target in mind and then just working with your own natural eating tendencies, how you would typically eat every single day hitting that caloric target. So you may have to um, modify your portion sizes. Let's say you go to drive through each and every morning, you order a coffee and a muffin plug that into your calorie targets. Uh, maybe midday you have a sandwich and um, maybe it's an egg, a healthier option, an egg salad sandwich, maybe a tuna sandwich, maybe you go with deli meats. Um, just log your calories and make sure that you're hitting your caloric target for the day while eating the foods that you typically consume. So you track your calories in there. You become aware of your macronutrient ratios. That's that's the next step you want to kind of pay attention to. Is where, where, where's your natural macronutrient ratio breakdown from the foods that you typically eat throughout the day? Are you getting an adequate amount of each macronutrient? Are you getting close to that one gram of protein per pound body weight? Are you getting an adequate amount of healthy fats in your diet? Typically, for us men over 40, you're looking at like between 20 and 30% of your diet should come in the form of healthy fats. Uh, and then the carbohydrates is the rest. So are you getting an adequate amount? Is there anything that is lacking in there? Are you like really low in carbs, really low in protein, or really low in fats? Is there something that you could bump up there? And you make some slight little modifications to your macronutrients in order to kind of see how your body responds. Some people just don't do well with, with fats. They don't enjoy fats. So maybe you could cut your fats down a little bit. As long as you're not getting below 20% fat, uh, I find for a lot of men over 40, that's gonna have a negative impact on your hormone health. Maybe you manipulate your carbohydrates. Maybe bumping up your carbs allows you to perform better during your workouts. Maybe having more protein throughout the day spreading it out throughout meal, each meal evenly um, allows you to feel more satiated throughout the day. Maybe it allows you to build a little bit more muscle. You're spiking muscle protein synthesis uh, throughout the day. You're providing your body with enough protein at each meal to help repair, rebuild, and grow your muscles um, after your training sessions throughout the day there. Maybe you find that meal timing has an impact on how you're feeling throughout the day. So uh, don't, again, work with your own natural eating tendencies when it comes to meal timing. 
So uh, if you're typically not a breakfast person, you're not going to force yourself to eat breakfast if it just doesn't feel right to you. I know some people just feel nauseous if they eat breakfast. So pay attention to things like that. Pay attention to how your body responds, like the meal timing and your training. For myself personally, let's get back to an example of myself. When I, uh, <clears throat> at the beginning of my mini cut in January, so four week mini cut, I just, based on my schedule, training clients and stuff, I swapped, I had changed my, my typical meals. Like I said, I usually have a shake for breakfast, then I would have the eggs, oats, uh, the veggies with the eggs, the, the, oat, the berries in the oats, uh, I would have, and then some black maca powder in there. <clears throat> that was my second meal, then the Greek yogurt and the berries was afterwards, the third meal. Um, that's typical for me. But at the beginning of the mini cut, because of uh, I was out training clients, it wasn't convenient for me to have the eggs, oats, and, and veggies. And um, for that second meal, it was more convenient for me to have the Greek yogurt um, as that second meal there. And I found that I was working out after that that second meal, and I didn't quite have the energy that I typically do when I would have the eggs, oats, and berries uh, and veggies as the, the second meal. So I ended up, all right, how, how can I work this? How can I make it where I'm getting that larger, more voluminous meal as my second meal? So I got two quality meals within me, in me, um, before I hit my training session. So, and that had a very, very positive impact on how I performed in the gym, uh, my recovery after the workouts, and I just found that after after the workout, I just needed that light meal, that Greek yogurt and berries, uh, some veggies along with that. And then I'd have my dinner where I'd get some variety. Um, each meal was kind of around that 500 calorie mark, so I spread my calories evenly throughout the day. But that was a heightened sense of awareness with my meal timing. Uh, in the past as well, like for myself, I would play around with just changing that meal timing a little bit, um, moving my, my breakfast a little bit sooner to see how that impacts the rest of my day. Um, I do find that if I, in the past, I've experimented with some forms of intermittent fasting where I would delay my breakfast a little bit longer, see how that impacts me. For me personally, it tended to make me a little bit more ravenous. Uh, that, that first meal that I ate, I would tend to want to consume more because I was hungry at that time. So I, I would need a much larger meal. And I'm typically someone who doesn't prefer to have larger meals. So again, like what I'm saying here, like you wanna work with your own natural eating tendencies when it comes to the foods that you're consuming, uh, when it comes to the timing of your meals, uh, when it comes to the number of meals that you prefer to consume throughout the day. So if you typically eat three meals per day, don't force yourself to eat six meals today, per day. So make subtle little changes and I prefer you to make one change at a time. So uh, you don't wanna be making a whole bunch of changes because you're, then you're not gonna know what is it that is causing the benefit or what is it that is causing you to not feel so good. For some people maybe having, uh, they make a subtle little change where they eat more later at night and sometimes they can end up sleeping better. Sometimes they can end up sleeping worse. Uh, so it really, it really, really helps to, again, the, the key thing here is to have that heightened sense of awareness, make those subtle little changes. Fine tuning is what we're talking about here. We're not talking about 
drastic changes to your diet. You don't want to completely overhaul your nutrition lifestyle right now. You want to, you're much better off making gradual changes over time uh, to improve your overall quality of health. Again, we're talking about getting lean and staying lean. So this is something that you're doing for the long term here. This is something that, this isn't a diet that you're going to follow right now just in order to get lean after 40 and then that's it, get back to your normal eating habits. You wanna take your normal eating habits and make some gradual changes to them. Again, not a drastic overhaul. So it all begins with your caloric target, whether you wanna just try to maintain your body weight, maybe you've already gotten lean, you wanna maintain your level of leanness right now. You, you use that TDE, uh, your total daily energy expenditure, and that's gonna allow you to maintain your body weight. And again, when it comes to calories here, when we're talking about getting lean after 40, and you do, let's say you you do, you just decide, I wanna drop two pounds per week right now. You reduce your calories by 1,000 calories per day. Uh, so you're in a 1,000 calorie deficit, and you're dropping that two pounds per week. How is that impacting your appetite? How is that impacting your mood? How is that impacting your mental clarity, your focus, your productivity through all aspects of your day? How is it impacting the performance in the gym for your workouts? Uh, how is it impacting your cardiovascular conditioning? Are you getting out for daily walks or do you find that you just wanna sit more because your calorie deficit is too great um, it actually kind of, I guess that's the, the wrong word to look at, like creating that, that the calorie target that is supposed to be a thousand calories subtracted from your maintenance level calories. Maybe you end up becoming less active. So it ends up not being a true thousand calorie deficit there. There's, the amount you're eating is causing you to move less than what you typically would. Those are little things to be aware of. Again, with all of this, you wanna have a heightened sense of awareness. You wanna have a heightened sense of awareness with how certain foods are impacting you, how your meal time is impacting you, and how much you're consuming is impacting you. So if you are experiencing fatigue, mental fog, um, you're just not as productive, you're moody with that greater um, and more aggressive calorie deficit, maybe you wanna slow it down a little bit more. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to slow it all the way down to um, just a 500 calorie deficit where you're maybe dropping a pound per week. Again, just an estimate. Maybe just drop it, uh, increase your calories so it's only a 750 calorie deficit instead of a thousand. How do you feel when you make that subtle change? So depending on your where you're going, the fine tuning begins with your calorie target, um, subtly changing some macronutrients to see how your body responds. And then it comes to the quality of your nutrition. So trying to make subtle improvements. Maybe you are consuming a fair amount of processed foods. Your goal for living your best life, performing your best, feeling your best, um, optimal hormone health for us men over 40 should be consuming, trying to make the focus more towards whole natural nutrient rich foods. So it's great to be flexible with your diet, to consume your favorite foods, um, to have that flexibility if someone invites you out for, for lunch and maybe you wanna grab a beer with them, maybe you wanna grab some fries just this one time, you can work that into your calorie target for the week. So it's good to have that flexibility, but your main focus should be on consuming whole natural nutrient-rich foods because you want 
to consume those foods. You want to make those changes because you know how it's going to impact your overall well-being, your overall uh, performance. Again, your mood, your mental clarity, your focus. It's nutrient quality, nutrient-rich foods. Like it's one thing you, you hear that one segment of people, especially. The, if it fits your macros group, the all right, calories is, is what's most important. Um, yes, calories is going to have the impact on how much weight you lose, whether you maintain your weight, whether you're gaining weight, but the quality of nutrition that you consume is going to have an impact on how you function as a whole, your overall well-being. It's a huge difference getting 2,000 calories from Hostess products like the Twinkie diet guy did, or the people who just consumed McDonald's, uh, the professor consumed McDonald's on that diet, and they, they all had success with weight loss, showing that calories is what matters most when it comes to dropping the weight, but it's more than just dropping the weight. It's, it's all about living your best life, feeling your best, and feeling your best. So fine tuning your diet to incorporate more whole natural nutrient rich foods. So maybe right now you're like 60, 70% of your diet is whole natural nutrient rich foods. How can you fine tune your diet to get that up a little bit higher? For myself personally, I've worked myself up from like probably about an 80% whole natural food diet to 90, 95% whole natural nutrient rich food diet. And then that is something that I thrive from and that's why I want to do it. That's why I'm always trying to fine tune my diet because I find that the more whole natural nutrient rich foods I'm consuming, the better I feel as a whole. I do enjoy my cheesecakes. I do enjoy chips. I do enjoy pizza. I had that the other night. I don't feel like I need it all the time. Actually, I feel like I need it less and less the more I have fine-tuned my diet to the point where I'm at right now. The more where I fine-tune my diet where I know I feel better with whole natural nutrient-rich foods and I'm preparing them all in a way that I enjoy that taste fantastic to me. I again, I love my shakes. I love the eggs. The, oh, I can't go a day without this stuff. The eggs with the veggies and then the bowl of the, the oats, the berries, and the black maca powder in there, uh, and then the Greek yogurt. Um, and I've started adding some cacao powder to that. Again, some healthy benefits to the cacao powder. Um, just always continuing to to make those subtle little adjustments to my nutrition, to my diet. Um, because I want to, because I know I feel better. Yeah, I like to have that flexibility to incorporate those those treats in there, but I don't feel like I need to. I don't feel like I really desire them or crave them like I used to in the past. And without a doubt, the area of my diet where I have experienced the greatest personal growth has come from how I handle cheat meals and cheat days, especially during the past five years. Now, in the past, I really took those cheat days serious and a lot of it really came down to kind of the bodybuilding culture. And there were a lot of books out at the time that really promoted the benefits of cheat days, really pigging out, going all out, and how it would have a positive impact on your fat loss, on your metabolism. A lot of it was grossly exaggerated. And uh, I, I took it to heart and I lived it and it did work for me. So I had these huge cheat days and I really drastically cut my calories for the next few days. Sometimes there are some diets where the next day was a complete fast for 24 to 36 hours. So um, again, it really learned that that kind of sets you up for some binge-like behaviors, some unhealthy eating behaviors. And I became aware of that, not that I was personally experiencing it, but um, you could really see how it could really send you down a, a dark path. And what I learned personally from those experiences is that it was almost like 
uh, creating a binge eating type behavior where you, you pig out like crazy and then you, you purge. It's almost like you're, it was almost like a, a form of punishment. And really, I began to view the binge eating, like the cheat days, those excessive cheat days where I felt stuffed. Like I was, I just felt disgusting. I felt gluttonous. I felt uncomfortable, like bloated. I'd get acid reflux. I wouldn't sleep as well. I just felt sluggish. Like I found like that was, I was basically abusing my body with that cheat day, kind of punishing myself with that, and then punishing myself by not eating anything the following day. It just, it wasn't, and again, that was my personal experience, but what I, I really learned from a lot of these big cheat day experiences that I just, I found that Eating to the point of satisfaction is where you gain the most joy from that experience. You hear a lot of people say, I'd be at a gathering and I'd eat to the point of satisfaction. If I stopped, they'd be like, well, just live a little. Why don't you live a little and eat a little more? I'm like, I mean, if I eat any more, I don't feel like I get any more joy out of life. And I find like I don't get any more gratification from that meal. It's almost like those first few bites, that first little bit that you, you get from that meal is where you experience the greatest joy and pleasure from. When you're eating beyond that point of satisfaction, it's almost like you're just you're eating it for the sake of eating it. Almost like, I'm not sure when I'm, the next time is gonna be that I'm gonna be able to enjoy a carrot cake like this or whatever your favorite treat is at times. So you just start eating it more like, like even though you're not hungry at that point. So um, I just really, the biggest take home lesson for me, the biggest lesson that I have learned during the past five years is to enjoy those cheat meals, those cheat days in moderation. The basic freaking lesson that we have been taught all these years, eat in moderation, enjoy your favorite treats in moderation. Uh, that's the smart, flexible dieting approach that I really recommend uh, to my fellow men over 40 rather than eating in excess. I, just, I don't find that there's any benefit that comes from eating in excess like that. Uh, um, again, I don't think we're getting a lot of extra pleasure from that experience. So that has been my, my biggest take home lesson during this past five years is to gradually, just when I have a cheat day, um, I will just eat up to right around my maintenance level calories. And occasionally I will push it just a little bit more above those calories. Um, and I get greater satisfaction from that. I don't need it as often. Again, like I said, I get a lot more pleasure from the whole natural nutrient rich foods that I eat. As much pleasure from those as I would any kind of treat. It's just those treats, those cheap meals or whatever, if I have pizza, um, if I have cheesecake or whatever, it's it's that temporary satisfaction for my taste buds. I enjoy it. It's usually a pleasurable experience that I'm sharing with a loved one. My daughter and I love the cheesecake together. Um, it's just the overall experience there, but I, I find that I don't need to have it each and every day. I don't crave those things each and every day. What I do crave is feeling my best, performing my best, and just, again, feeling a light, good, satisfied feeling within my belly there. Uh, I don't enjoy that feeling of being stuffed or full. So again, really, that's a smart way of fine tuning your diet throughout the years is learning to eat those foods, eat your favorite treats, eat your favorite cheat meals in moderation and enjoy those guilt-free. When you are in 
incorporating them into your lifestyle. If you're eating that, I just had a client who for Easter weekend, he enjoyed his favorite treats and he knew he was in a, just a slight surplus. That's freaking awesome. You can feel it. You kept things in control. You kept things in check. You don't have to feel bad about that. You should be celebrating the heck out of that, that you savored every single bite. You really enjoyed that whole experience with your friends, with your family, and uh, it, it didn't interfere with your physique goals. You left there feeling not stuffed. You left there feeling satisfied and just really enjoying the overall experience. And at this stage of the game with decades of experience under my belt and really mastering the fundamentals, knowing how many calories I need to consume in order to feel my best, live my life to the fullest, um, whether I'm in a calorie deficit, trying to get lean, whether I'm trying to maintain my body, stay lean, or whether I'm trying to add a bit of muscle in a gentle calorie surplus, I know how much I need to consume in order to feel my best and live my life to the fullest. And I'm well aware of the macronutrient ratio that suits me best. Just from a little bit of trial and error, a little bit of fine tuning over the years, I find that a 40-30-30 split, 40% carbs, 30% protein, 30% fat, in that ballpark area is where I perform my best. I feel my best. It's where I naturally tend to fall um, on average throughout the week. So I've mastered those fundamentals. So now during the past five years or so, the, um, the, the fine tuning that I've been making is basically just gradually consuming more and more whole natural nutrient rich foods and paying attention to how those foods are making me feel, how they energize me, how they affect my mood, how they affect my sleep, how they affect my overall well-being, my hormone health, all that stuff. So it's a just subtle little fine tuning with the quality of the nutrition as well as paying attention to my desire for um, my favorite treats, the, the cheat meals and all that stuff. And in the past I found that I would need Every third day, I do the carb cycling, that the refeeds and all that, and I found that every three days, I needed to have some sort of treat in there. I got to a point where I needed to have a treat, just a small treat each and every day. I played around with that. Now I'm to the point where my fine tuning is like, I just listen to my body. I'm not gonna have a cheat meal just for the sake of having a cheat meal. It's just, if I feel like I'm have, I, I wanna have a treat, I'm gonna have a treat that day. I'm gonna make it fit my calorie target for the day. So it's been subtle little fine tuning, and now I'm at the point where I'm really looking at the quality, not just whole natural nutrient rich foods, but the quality of those foods and uh, looking more into free range animal products and, and grass fed animal products. And really, really fortunate that one of my friends has uh, started raising chickens. So now she's got some free range eggs that she's been selling and really looking forward to devouring those. I see the love and the care that she gives those chickens and they're free running and they got lots of room. And um, so I am very excited to to incorporate more of those natural foods. The quality of those foods is gonna be better for me than the ones that are, are, are pumped full of antibiotics and steroids and all that stuff. So really leaning more towards that and even kind of looking into, I mean, vegetarian, I'm not gonna become a vegetarian, but just getting more and more of those veggies in my diet and maybe a little less of the meat products. And there is some research, there's a lot of stuff that's kind of leaning towards that for longevity purposes where 
eating a little bit less meat and having more veggies in your diet, more plant-based diet tends to be a little bit better for us when it comes to longevity and our overall health. So little things that I am looking at just fine-tuning with my diet in order to live my best life possible. And now it's your turn. I'd love to hear from you down in a comment section below. How have you been fine-tuning your diet over the years? What have been some of the changes that you've been making? What have you noticed has made the best positive impact on your energy, your performance, and allowing you to live your best life possible? I can't wait to hear from you down in the comment section below. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please do me a favor and smash that thumbs up button. I'd really appreciate it. If you know a fellow bro who would benefit from listening to today's podcast, do me a favor and share it with them. Before you go, don't forget to download your free guide, Jacked After 40. Have yourself an amazing day. Catch you in the next podcast.